years. Back then, our helmets were leather. Not everyone was encouraged to play. We only drank what they gave us. Our socks were high and our shorts were short. Our masks were terrifying. We wore fur. We searched for an edge. Sometimes that meant stick'em. Other times that meant voodoo. We went big, really big. It was business up front and party in the back. And we didn't have a nutrition plan. That was then. This is now. Athletes have evolved. We are today's athletes. We are focused. We push ourselves further. We're all players now. We have no offices. We demand better. And we're obsessed with what we put in our bodies. Sports have evolved. So has the sports trend. Warzone podcast. This is Phil Morton here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Warzone Podcast. I'm your official host, Mr. Chris Anderson. Uh, before we get started into the podcast, I'd like to send out a special thank you to some of our sponsors, uh, Body Armor Sports Strength, also Southern Wrestling Federation of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, we've been lacking uh, on sending out podcasts for all you fans uh, due to the crazy things that's going on in the world, but uh, the podcast will will continue on. Um so without any further ado, we'd like to bring on our guest for tonight. Um, he is the son of WWE Hall of Famer. Um, we'd like to bring him on, Kerry Morton. Kerry Morton, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's up, Warzone Podcast? It's uh, good to be on the show, man. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be here. And, you know, speaking of Warzone, uh, having a little quarantine time, a little uh, corona time, uh, I was going to ask you if you got a chance to play Warzone Call of Duty. What a fun game that was, huh? Ah, uh, that's that's a fun game. Uh, kids play it all the time. Uh, Ooh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the time. So, uh, seeing your podcast, which you know originated before the game, it just made me think of the uh, made me think of Call of Duty. So it was a good old game. But yeah, man, doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, man. You know, staying isolated, staying staying quarantined. Of course, uh, right. Try had to cancel a lot of bookings, that's for sure, um, you know, with all this crazy stuff going on in the world. But, yeah. you know, for all the podcasting fans, man, you know, they, they want to know uh, what's it like growing up? What was it like for you? And what was it like? I know you grew up in a wrestling family, you know, with your dad, Ricky. So what what was it like for you? What inspired you to be to continue your career in professional wrestling, try to follow in your dad's footsteps? Yeah, man, that's an awesome question. Well, you know, uh, speaking of bookings and stuff, well, mine got canceled for the past, uh, for the next two months. You know, that's a bummer. I was booked every weekend, uh, New York, LA, uh, California. So, you know, very, very upsetting. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, it's hard to put how to describe growing up. Uh, I grew up in the wrestling business, you know, ever since I could remember, I was uh, inside a wrestling ring. Uh, with my family, and uh, we have a wrestling ring. We have the school Morton, which is a phenomenal wrestling school in Chucky, Tennessee. And uh, man, I, that's where I grew up. I learned my roots. Uh, I learned from some of the best in the what I would say the best in the world. Uh, you know, hands down, we all have people that we would put on that top five. But I think some of the top fives I have were my trainers. You know, I, I was trained none other than by uh, Tom Pritchard, uh, beautiful Bobby Eaton. Uh, Robert Gibson, uh, of course, my father, and then, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling star Chase Owens. So that's some of my, that's where I learned my roots. That's where I learned my ground game. So, uh, man, it's just been, it's been surreal having this lifestyle with with my pop, my old man, and learning from his ways and adjusting it to my uh, my wrestling style. 
Yeah, you know, we've all got we've all got those top five. You know, I would have to say, like I said, I've been wrestling since '98. Um, you know, so with this business now, it's it's changed a lot since since I first started up in this business. But you know, with my trainers, you know, I'd have to say uh, the late great Mongolian Stomper, uh, Ron Hutchinson, yeah. which is actually uh, responsible for training a lot with. You know, WWE Hall of Famer, Beth Phoenix. You know, he's trained a lot of WWE stars, Hall of Famers. Right. Um, but, you know, I've had a good good foundation, you know, that I could set set my feet upon and, and try to learn in this business. Like I said, I've been, I've been doing this since 98. So, you know, some may call me old school, some may call me old. But, you know, like I said, I'm still active in the game. Uh, but, you know, with you, man, you know, what was it like? You know, what was it like, you know, training – you know, a lot of people's like, well, you know, it's it's day in, day out. You know, there's there's outside to the business, there's inside of the business, things you gotta know outside of the ring. So what what was it like for you? Was it was it every day or was it once a month? How much was he in the gym, you know, and so forth? Right. No, that's a cool question. So, you know, before I started in professional wrestling, I was a mat wrestler in high school, uh, in which I made some cool accomplishments of winning states. So I won state and uh weight class of one thirty eight. And then I, uh, I placed in nationals. I placed in one of the biggest amateur wrestling tournaments in the country called the Super 32. So I did mat wrestling before I even uh, went into professional wrestling. And so when you talk about training, you talk about the real deal. I mean, my, my old man, you know, I'm a third-generation wrestler. So my grandfather wrestled, my father wrestled, and now here I am. So you're talking about training. I, you know, I got my ass handed to me, uh, give or take. You know, I was uh, – I was in the ring with, you know, like I said, Chase Owens, who my father trained, who helped, uh, who helped me. You know, we ran the ropes, we ran the hills, we did the push-ups. We were in that hot hundred-degree room, uh, sweatpants, sweatshirts, cutting weight, uh, making sure we look good, making sure we're in top ring shape. You know, you can be in phenomenal uh, shape, give or take. We're doing cardio, but you can't compare that to being in the wrestling ring going against an opponent. Uh, that, that's a different kind of game. That's a different lifestyle. So, uh, you know, it took a lot of different ways of training. You know, I had wrestling mats in my basement. So each morning I would wake up before I went to school, uh, I would hit the mats, you know, do 45 burpees, uh, a hundred, hundred squats, uh, jumping jacks, sit-ups, push-ups, just, uh, try to be a player in this professional wrestling game. Right, right. You know, when, when I was training, you know, it was always it was always gym. You know, it was always getting up early, getting out, mm-hmm. putting the work in, cutting weight, you know. And, and you know, you got younger guys coming up in this business. You know, you, you can sit in the locker room, you know, with us veterans, you know, with myself, you know, Ricky Morton, Stomper, you know, which he's passed on, the Stomper has, and, and everything like that. But, you know, a lot of these young guys you see in the locker rooms today, they, they don't have a clue on on any of that and you know later on in the podcast you know we're going to uh discuss some topics about cheap heat um as a heel you know old school chain wrestling you know you you talk to these younger guys coming up in the business today that you see in the locker rooms today and a lot of them don't a lot of them don't know what what that stuff is a lot of them don't know what putting the work in getting into getting in the gym you know early mornings you know Stress and you know not not knowing how you're going to make it from booking to booking or how you can take yourself today and beat the better tomorrow Absolutely. than you was today. You know they they don't have a clue and and it's it's a it's a it's a phenomenal uh, privilege to have you on here. Like I said, uh, we're actually in talks with uh, Chase Owen or Chase Stevens, I should say. I apologize, uh, Chase Stevens. We're actually going to try to get him on here a little bit later on this week. Um, you know, he's real busy, but, you know, this is about you. So, you know, um, who have you worked? Um, where all have you been, you know, city, state? Uh, where have you been in, in your career so yeah, far? Yeah, so I, uh, you know, so far I've been a lot of places. You know, I've been uh Sevierville, Tennessee. I was just up that way for a cool company called KFW. Uh, some of my, my homeboys up there, I really enjoy those guys. But uh, I've been, you know, I've been to Atlanta. I've been to Florida. Uh, I've been to uh, Jacksonville, wink, wink. Um, I've been to, you know, California. So, 
I've been to a couple places so far, just now kind of exploring and learning the ropes. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm new in this business. I wouldn't say I'm green, um, but I, I would say I'm new. You know, I, I need to experience, I'm a, I'm a new face in the game. Uh, I'm, I'm a young talent, and that's what I want people to realize is, you know, just because I'm Ricky Morton's son doesn't mean shit, quite frankly. Excuse my language, but uh, what that means is I have to earn my, my own ground to walk on. If uh, I don't want to be known as, oh, that was Ricky's boy. I want to be known as, that's Kerry Morton. That's a, uh, that's, a, that's a guy right there that we respect. We understand if he's, on my, if he's on my card, that's a real deal. He's the real deal wrestler. You know, he knows what he's doing. He's going to give the audience what they paid for. And uh, that's how I roll, you know. That's how, that's how I think wrestling should be, you know. About, uh, it's not about being selfish. And it's about how you want to perform yourself, how you want to be looked at from an audience perspective. Uh, that's a big deal to me. So, you know, I got some really, really, really cool things lined up in the foreseeable future. Uh, you might see me on a little television show, but I've got to be a little quiet right now. So, um, but uh, things are fun. Things are going really well right now. I'm just, you know, like I said, exposure. Having uh, exposure is a big deal. Uh, so all for all wrestlers, I would say, you know, if you've been on top and now you're kind of you're finding yourself on the bottom, put yourself out there. Go on social media. Go on Facebook. Go on Twitter. Go on Instagram. Let the world know who you are. You know, I have a, I have a catchphrase that I just got copyrighted, and it's called "Show the World." Hell, that's what I'm doing. I'm showing the world who Kerry Morton is and what he's all about. Right, right. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, when when they say, you know, that they're second generation superstar, you know, they're just now learning and, and this and that. And they come in this business, they think because of who their daddy was or who their grandfather is, that it makes them who they are. And they can just walk in here, you know, the first day on the job, I guess you could say. And that's what I've always said. That's my catchphrase and it's copyrighted. Um, first day on the job, you think you can just walk in because of who? who your family is or who your daddy is or who your grandfather is. That's, and, and me, I'm a, I'm a third generation superstar as well. And, you know, I don't want to sit and dwell on, you know, the past or the, anything that my father and my grandfather's left in the past. I want to make my own mark on this business. And, and that's how we have to do be, man. We got to come in this. We, we can't say, Oh, I want this because of who, who my daddy is, or I want this because of who my grandfather is. You know, it's it's not about that. It's about making your own mark on this business and and proving people. Yeah, you may just you may be related to them, but you're a new face. You're you're not trying to write off their coattails. You're trying to make your own impact in this business. And you know, like I said, I've I've been I've traveled. You know, I've traveled for 28 years straight um, due to some injuries and some tragedies that I've had come up. We're we're dealing with some. Uh, pretty bad tragedies in my life and have for a couple of years now, but, uh, with, you know, the wife being, you know, pregnant and, uh, we know we got a little baby on the way and, well, and, you know, so, you know, it's, it's, I, I appreciate it. And, you know, with, with you, man, you know, a lot of people says, you know, well, that's just Ricky Morton's son. You know, I've seen, I've watched some of your work, you know, I've watched you work at the school of Morton. I've watched you work, other places i'm not just throwing that out there which if anybody wants to be trained you know school of morton is is the place to be and and like i said i've had i've had people come and tell me you know i've i'm I'm training i'm training currently i'm training people but uh like i said man you know it's all about finding it's all about finding that that school or that academy that can train you and get you trained not just inside the ring but can get you in and phenomenal, not just phenomenal shape. I mean, anybody can look, you know, look like they're in shape, but it's about that that ring cardio. I mean, that's something we got to have is cardio. But you know, with you, man, what's what's been going on? You know, with you, you know, with this everything that's going on in the world. You know, what's what's what can we see out of Kerry Morton in the, in the yeah? No, it's, uh, thanks, man. You know, well, as of January of 2020. I officially got out of my contract with professional theater. So I did professional theater for, give or take, five contracts. Um, that was professional. Right. So that means that, you know, I got paid for what I did. Um, and, you know, I had the conversation with my parents and my mom and dad. And I sat my dad down and I sat Robert down, Robert Gibson. 
And I said, hey, guys, I, uh, I want to take professional wrestling more serious. I want to make my name. And uh, Ricky, Ricky was really happy with that. So I signed out of my contract in January. I, uh, I started hitting the road pretty hard. Uh, February, uh, I, I went to uh, Georgia first. Then I went down to KFW. Um, had a couple good – I had a great little match with an opponent named J.C. Adams. Uh, cool kid that trained at their school, Wharton. You know, great talent to have on your uh, show. So I wrestled him and then uh, traveled a little bit after that. Uh, and, you know, kind of came down with, you know, what's happening now in this world, and that's the coronavirus, the COVID-19. Um, so it, it's a crazy time in history, I would say that. I would say it's nothing that anyone has ever went through before. So uh, it's now about what can we do in the foreseeable future that makes us better? You know, uh, let me let me say this. If you are listening to this podcast and you are uh, aspiring professional wrestler um, and when this podcast airs, go out, go and read a book, read a magazine, work out. You know, uh, if you need workout ideas, if you need help. Don't be afraid to reach out. I mean, you can find me on Instagram at Carrie underscore M14. And I'll help you. I'll, I'll give you some cool routines to work out. I'll give you some abs, some make your arms bigger, make your chest bigger, make your back, your quads, your legs. I'll help you with that. Um, but, you know, take this time and work on yourself. Uh, that was one of my biggest reflections as I'm doing right now is I'm taking this time that I have and I'm making the best of it. I'm, uh, I'm hit, I have my own little personal gym here in Bristol. So I'm hitting it hard. I'm hitting that hard. I'm spending time with my family. Uh, I'm picking my father's mind. We're, we're filming some stuff. Uh, I'm singing. I like singing. So I'm a big singer. I got my, my uh, keyboard right inside my room, my bed, and then fiddling with that. I'm, I'm watching stuff. I'm catching up in today's society saying, what is a new gimmick that no one has ever saw? How can I be authentic in professional wrestling? So, um, it's, it's a different game. You know, that's what I suggest and I advise people right now is uh, take this time and work on yourself. Be the best that you possibly can be once this all uh, overcomes. Right, right. You know, it's it's a crazy it's a crazy time, you know, in this in this world right now. You know, we've we've been through things, but I don't think it's nothing as serious as it is. But, you know, on the bright side of things, if you are you know, a wrestler or worker in this business, you know, they need to take this time to really work on their self. You know, yeah, I've, I've been out of bookings for two or three months, but how can I go back when, when all of this is over and done with, which, you know, only, only God knows, I guess, when this is going to be over and done with, you know, that, you know, it's, it's, it's a bad time in this, in this world, what's going on right now, but use this time, like, like Harry was saying, you know, Use this time to really work on yourself. You know, take the time to sit down and say, hey, you know, how can I get, when I, when I return to the ring, how can I be better than what I was when they last seen me? How can I, how can I look better? How can I look in better shape? How, what can I do, you know? And, and with, with anything, you know, you, you can reach out to some, some veterans or you could reach out to some guys that's had the knowledge, the great foundation in this business, you know, yeah, they may have just been in this business five or six years, but you know, it's all about what they've been taught coming up. And, and like I said, you know, use this time to pick, pick brains, pick knowledge. Uh, and with anything, you know, get with somebody that's, that's been in this business, been in this business for, for, for a while. That's, that's seen the ups and the downs, the highs, the lows, you know, take this time to really work on, on you, you know, don't worry about nothing else in this world. You know, I know it's hectic times right now, but just take this time to work on you and, and be better than what you was before. But Carrie with you, man, you know, like I said, uh, you know, it's a very honor and a privilege to have you on here. Um, like I said, man, you know, what's, what's next for you? You know, what's, what's, what's in your, what's in your goals when you go back, um, and get bookings and, and stuff gets continued and this world gets gets unhectic, I should say. What 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 can we say? I mean, you know, what's what's next for you? What's what's your main goal when you yes. go back? So uh I want 
fans. I want if you are a true fan of professional wrestling and you appreciate the art that it is, I want to give you authentic. I want to give you original creativity. Understand me, I did theater, okay? Theater I played and portrayed many, many, many roles. Uh, either that's being, you know, and so during right. the time you learn, you adjust to your surroundings, you adjust to what you can do, what you're good at and what you're not good at, you know? And uh, you take that time and you want to focus on your weaknesses. And if I can make that better, then how can I overall make myself better? So, uh, you know, the future, only time can tell. That's what I'll say. You know, I have some right. uh, I have some cool opportunities that if you watch wrestling on a big platform um, weekly, then uh, you might see a, a, a recognizable voice on there uh, very soon. Um, you know, I'm not counting I'm not counting my stones before I throw them in the water, but I'm just saying, as uh, Kerry Morton has a lot to prove in professional wrestling, and this is just the beginning. I mean, you know, once this stuff get cle- this stuff gets cleared up, uh, I'm just starting out, man. I- I'm going to go wild. I want people to realize that this kid is going. He's he is what he talks. I- if I'm going to talk the talk, then damn, I better be able to walk the walk. Uh, that's that's what I'm going to do. Correct, right? I mean, without hesitation, you know, you're either for me or you're against me. You know. And that's okay because I love that. All that is motivation. That makes me want to get better. That's humbleness. Right, uh, right. You know, I was used to, I was just at AML, which is a huge, huge wrestling promotion in Winston-Salem. One of the biggest independent wrestling promotions in the Carolinas, period. Uh, Tracy Myers and Brian Hawks. Right. Uh, phenomenal promoters. They run WrestleCade. But they gave me a match um, against Zane Dawson, which if you guys are familiar with NWA Power, you know the Dawson brothers. That's some, uh, yeah. I know Zane Dawson very, very well. Uh, yeah, very brutal, strong man. And just like I said before, you know, I said it on social media leading up to it is I'm going to show the world. I'm going to prove someone wrong. And that's uh, I got the ring of Zane Dawson, and don't get me wrong, I got my ass handed to me. Zane Dawson is an absolute monster. He is uh, that is one of the monsters in professional wrestling today that the world hasn't yet discover all the way i mean those guys are money um but uh you know i went against that monster and i i went the toe i uh every time i kept on getting knocked down i would somehow find a way up and uh i I got the victory and that meant that wasn't just a professional wrestling match that was to prove a point that was a fight don't get me wrong that was a damn fight i'm right that wasn't that wasn't, oh, we're going to go to the back and we're going to talk about this. No, 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 that wasn't that. That was, I did not see this man until I stepped in the ring that night. Tracy Myers and Brian Hawks are the real deal, and they want legitimate professional wrestling. So you know what? The Hills had one side of the, one side of the building and the Babyfaces had the other, and you did not see your opponent until you stepped in the ring. So. Right, and that's, that's, that's with... That's you know, with that's old school. You know, that's that's that. You know, and you you sat and you like I said earlier. You know, you sat on in a locker room nowadays with with any kind of show. I mean, you know, it, there has to be some kind of foundation. If if I'm going to take a booking from a show, there has to be that that foundation that I know that I can stand firm on. Um, like I said, I'm not just going to go to just any any show. You know, there has to be something that I see. Um, but you, you look a lot with, with these shows nowadays, not just locally, but nationwide. You know, you can see you can see the difference of a good promoter versus a bad promoter. You can see the difference of good, yeah, some promoters might say that it's old school. And then you sit and you watch and you and you and you and you know, take the time to to really sit and study what what they have going on for them. And then you watch somebody like AML, you know, like, for example, I'm not going to get on here and bash any companies because I've never been the one to do that. But you take a certain show out of Morristown and then you compare it to AML. You know, you can see what true old school professional call it in the ring storytelling is. And 
and like with me, you know, I was always taught, you know, and I'm sure you can ask your dad about the stomper. You know, you were he always taught us never call stuff in the back, call it in the ring. You know, that's old school storytelling that that you set and you look and a lot of people don't have it. They they try to go out there and they try to they try to pump themselves up or motivate themselves to be something that they just cannot be. You know, don't go out there and be something that you know you can't play with. You know, you know, there's going to be times that people's going to invest in money. They're going to invest money in what they have. You know, why would they want to take the time to waste putting money into something that's that's not worth oh, yeah. putting money Good into? Point. You know what I'm saying? And you know, with with me, you know, I I I've promoted before. You know, like I said. You know, when I when I look for talent, I you know, I'll go anywhere in the world to find the talent that I'm looking for. You know, and that's the difference yeah. between a bad promoter and a good promoter. Anytime, anytime that you're looking for a good old school, you know, very talented, very well ran show, you know, you may have to go out of your comfort zone to go look for these guys. You may have to search and search. You know, it may take four or five months to search. Hell, it could take up to eight months to a year to search for good, sturdy foundation workers. And, and you know, you don't see a lot of that today. But more on you, man. You know, like I said, if if you had to choose, you know, what what match so far in your career, so, how yeah, long have so you been I've doing this? I've been next? wrestling with Ricky and I uh, on and off for, you know, I've been wrestling legitimately for about uh, two years. But so, but what that means though is that I've been in this okay. business my whole entire life. So when I stepped in the ring, I wasn't your right. just out of wrestling practice, just out of wrestling academy. Um, some so, newbie, so that's yeah. Something I, I took serious is my father. You know, he preached, and I, I respected it, and I still respect it. So uh, he wanted me to get an education before I stepped in professional wrestling, and so I. Uh, you know, I'm 18 years old. Right. I graduate in May from high school, and then I'll graduate uh, a couple credits later. I'll graduate with associate's degree from college, and that's something I stress. You know, today I was right. typing an essay, and we're on quarantine, so we're at the house, and I, I'm still putting in that work, uh, doing my assignments because I, I take this serious, and that's something that was my father's rule, and I accepted his rule, and he said, listen, uh, my good friend Billy Gunn, and he made his boys get their education before they could wrestle, and uh, doing the same with you. And so that's how my brothers and sisters Correct. that's how we're raised. Is education comes first, and then what we want to do next is up to us. Um, right? Yeah, you gotta always have that. You know that you always gotta have that education foundation. You know, and it's and it takes work. You know, putting in work to get to where you want, yeah. get what you want out of your education, like. Like I've preached and preached and preached, you know, I've got, I've got a couple of trainees that's, you know, 16, 17 years old that that's still attending school, you know, and they're, they asked me, you know, I want to train, I want to train, I want to train. I said, I like, you know, I like the motivation. I like them wanting to come and put the work in, but I've preached and preached and preached to them. And I always will, you know, education comes first. Make sure you got that education. You know, whatever you want to do after that is completely up to you, but make sure you have that education. And I told them, I said, I will not train you until your education is complete because education, yeah. you it's something you got to have. I mean, education is something that everybody has to have. Not saying, And I'm not saying that, you know, a lot of people use the education that I know they have. I'm just saying it's something you got to have. And and that's the same with this business. You've got to have you've got to have that 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 foundation that you can that you can stand on. You've got to have that foundation, not with just education, but with hey. pro wrestling the same the same way. You've got to have hey, let me say this real that quick, foundation. You know, from, from what you're saying, um, you know, with uh, there are go ahead. a lot of starving artists out there. And what I mean by that is there are a lot of people that put all their eggs in one basket. Which I'm not saying that's not a bad thing. But right. what makes you different from anyone right. else? You know what I mean? That's my thing I always look at when I'm in a locker room, if I'm in a wrestling show. Um, and so, you know, you can't 
you right. know, for my, I was very fortunate enough to take and get really good bookings and get a good, uh, I paid off for performing in professional wrestling. But some guys, they they want to make a living out of professional wrestling, but yet they don't want to put the work in. They they look like shit. Um, they you know they smell. Right. They don't take they don't take care of themselves. They don't use their hygiene, um, and they want to get booked in these shows and. As a promoter standpoint, why would I want to have you on my show when I can find someone that's much reasonable, probably can perform just as good, if not better, than you, and looks the part? You know what I mean? So what what I say is go get the education. Right. Have you know have that extra thing to step back on because professional wrestling, uh, and you know I don't want to step on anyone's ground here, but it's not it's not always going to be the glory of television you know you're going to wrestle these mud wall out wall wrestling venues and that's how you that's how you learn that's how you adjust um you know you got to step in the ring and notice is this guy i'm about to i'm about to walk up with is he gonna hurt me intentionally uh or am i gonna am i gonna be able to put on a wrestling match with this guy um you know that's something is he this guy trained properly uh that that's a big deal that's what i always look at you know if i'm if I'm booked, I'd like to get a, a fair view of who I'm wrestling, just to understand, like, okay, this guy is trained right. He he's proper. I don't have to worry about getting hurt. He can take care of me. I can I can put on a wrestling match with him. So get that education. Have something to rely back on because professional wrestling, it's not going to pay your bills, buddy. That that it's not always going to pay your bills. And and I agree one hundred percent. You know, wrestling like like I try to tell. You know, my trainees, you know, that's that's the reason, you know, and that's what I was going to get into. Uh, that's the reason that I want you to have that education, because me personally, me, me been doing this 28 years. I've had I've had those setbacks and I've had those disappointments. Uh, and I'm sure we've all been there, um, especially, you know, the, the more the more years you get under your tutelage, the more years you get under your belt. Um, you know, you're you're going to have those setbacks. You're going to have those. Um, you're going to have those disappointments. You're going to have those bad matches. But it's all about how you take yourself from there. Um, it's all about what you do to improve that. And and education is something that you need to have to rely back on. Because, um, like I said, you know, professional wrestling. You know, like. It's not going to pay your bills, but, but, you know, moving on here on the podcast, you know, um, with, with this, you know, I try to tell people, you know, like I said, when, when I, when I promote my shows, you know, um, it's all about putting in that work. Um, not just, not just, you know, me looking at it as I'm going out here on this show to perform because I don't perform on my own shows, but you know, with this, you know, if you're a promoter, you still got to go out there. You still got to get it out there. You still got to put the work in, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, like, you know, when I book somebody, you know, and they tell me, you know, they send me their resume and all of this stuff and clips of their work and this and that, you know, um, yeah, you know, you can look good on video, you know what I'm saying? There's so much editing um, and so much technology. Anybody can look good on video. You know, so, you know, I want you to come down here. I want you to show up early. I want you to get into my, one of my, I want you to get into one of my rings and, and show me, show me what you know. Um, I don't want to see video. I want to show, I want in person with my own two eyes, I want to see what I'm getting myself into. Well, is this, like you said, is this guy properly trained or, or is this guy going to know what he's doing when it comes showtime, you know? Like, uh, my, my gimmick is the son of the South, Chris Anderson. I play a straight-up redneck, you know, hillbilly gimmick, you know, because – and that's not a gimmick. That's me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when, when I try to take that that to other places, you know, um, it don't matter if it's on a on a big pl- uh, venue, big, big platform. It don't matter where I go. I put 110% always. It don't matter where I go. And, you know, and I try to, to – put that on these these greener guys these newer guys that's coming up in this business you know always give 110 percent always give your best that you can give leave it all out there in the ring leave it all out there and then the next morning get up go to the gym put work in put work in 
day in, day out, put the work in so that your next performance what, can beat that last that. performance all to hell. You know what I'm saying? But moving on, you know, right. That's 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 what I've always done. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I that I work out as much as I used to. Like I said, I'm getting old. Uh, I'm getting really old and, and you know, my, my body's not as in in as good a shape as it used to be. Um but like I said, you know, I still put that work in because I feel that if I can still contribute and I can still be active in the business, I need to be the Good best point. version yeah, I that, that I can be at my age. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so I, I, I try to put in the work um, no matter what. You know, yes, I agree. You know, I'm, I'm probably a lot fatter than I used to be. I'm probably a lot more out of shape than I used to be. But I, I feel like that if I can still contribute to this business in some form or fashion, you know, I ought to be, I ought to still look like I used to look, you know, in some form or fashion. But moving on, you know, uh, with you, man, you know, what's it like for you? What, what's it like, gym, gym wise, gym schedule? What's it, what's it like for you? Uh, what, I, how much work, work do you put in, like, on a daily or weekly um, basis? It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, even with uh, what's going on now. Now, Saturdays, um, a little tough for me. Saturdays, I'm usually always flying. So, uh, when I get to the building or I get to the venue, I try to do a little exercise, either get some cardio in the ring, try to roll around before the show begins, um, exercise, stretch, uh, stretching, let my body relax. Uh, but, you know, Monday through Friday, I hit it hard. You know, like today I did some back, and we have a little personal gym here in Bristol. So, right. uh, nice, you know, older, it's like a retro theme kind of gym. Very, very old school. I love it. It's on my Instagram stories. Uh, right, but, that's uh, the best. Anyways, it's uh, very old. Cool. You know, I hit it hard today with some back. Um, and, you know, with what's going on right now, I'm eating. So, I'm, I'm eating all the time. I, I'm a growing boy. I'm 18, you know, I am, I am putting all kinds of stuff in my body. Now, listen, give or take, I treat myself. If I want a little Debbie cake, then I'll get a little Debbie cake. But, you know, I have to also be disciplined. So, uh, you know, as it is right now, approximately, it is uh, 10, almost 40. Uh, I came downstairs and got a little protein snack. Of, got some uh, sunflower nuts. And then I got some uh, peanut butter and made a little protein snack but you know uh you gotta be disciplined that that's my biggest deal and that's hard for being a, a young teenage boy that wants to eat um so yeah you know like i said monday through friday we hit it hard sunday i'm at the wrestling school uh majority of the time i'm, I'm resting uh and then saturday you know i'm trying i'm trying to rest on those days you have to have you know if you, in order to grow then you have to have some rest time Right, right, yes. And, you know, with me, you know, and, and I've tried to, to preach this, you know, you, you like you said, you was 18 years old. You know, at 18 years old, you know, when I, I, I first broke in to the business at 16, um, that's when I actually started my, my training. Uh, and uh, I trained at the old Smoky Mountain Wrestling before and after the shows, um, you know. But, you know, with me, you know, it's it's kind of a kind of a roller coaster for me you know when when i was at your age you know my problem was the reason that i couldn't couldn't break in the way that i wanted to break in or the way that i needed to break in i should say i didn't know how to how to overcome adversity i didn't know how to have those disciplines you know what i'm saying so you know and being young in the business you know you're going to have when you when you're young in the business and just first coming in, breaking in, trying trying to get your foot in the door, I should say, you know, you're gonna have, like I said earlier, you're gonna have those setbacks, and it all turns around to, you know, not just you being young, you know, when 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 new guys are coming in this business and just trying to break in, get their foot in the door, hey, here I am, you know, you got to know, and I've that's something that I've had to learn the hard way. You've got to know how to have that discipline with your body. You've got to know how to play the part, but you also got to know how to look the part because if you, you, you know how to play the part, but you don't look the part, <laughs> you're going to look dumb as shit. So, you know, uh, and 
and and you know anybody that knows me knows that I'm I'm very blunt with what I say. I'm very straight up, you know. And if you get butt hurt about what I say, okay, then you know you don't know how to take constructive criticism, because I'm not going to bash anyone. I'm not going to hate on anyone because I, I used to be that young kid. I used to be that guy that was disrespectful. I used to be a guy coming up in the business that think I knew it all. I used to be there at mm -hmm. one point. Yeah, you may not believe it, but I used to be there. I used to be that young kid. We all have. Your dad has. Robert Gibson has. We all have. So, you know, with with this business, you know, uh, you got to, that's the main thing. You got to know how to take care of yourself. You got to know you know how to you know you got to know there's how to a, come there's a adversity you got to know how to have discipline you got to know how to have um and that is something i'm a firm believer in you know i don't yes I don't they are looked at as that guy knows it all because I, I wrote this my essay today my college essay for my english class i wrote when you think when you can no longer think that you can learn your life should end and that's, I think that I'm a firm believer in that. If I no longer think I right. can learn or I can take anything from anyone, I no longer want to be in this business. I no longer want to be in professional wrestling because that, no, that, that uh -uh. kills me. You know, my dad says he's 63 years old. You know, he's 63. He learns something every day. We're watching wrestling. We're watching Ring of Honor. We're, we're watching MLW. We're watching his own promotion of NWA. I mean, he, he works with NWA. Uh, we're watching his boys at AEW. Um, we're watching WWE, so we're we're watching this talent. We're understanding what's happening, what what he can learn from. You know, he's an agent, so he's working with some of the top talent in the world, hands down, and uh, making what he can do to make them look better. So I never want to be told as this guy thinks he knows it all. No, no, no. no. I I want to learn. You know, just because I might be better, or that person may be better, uh, that doesn't mean that we think we know it all. Uh, that's something people don't understand is you got to understand when to talk and when not to talk, you know? That's what I would say. Correct. You got to know. Yeah, you. I mean, you got to know, you know, and it's not just, you know, especially with these newer guys coming in and just breaking into this business, you know, they need to know uh, when to shut up and listen and when to talk, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, veterans, I'm not saying, you know, and we, us veterans and, and with these, with these greener newbie guys, and I don't really like to say the word greenhorn or green guys, I just kind of call them new, new to the, new to the neighborhood. That's what I've always said. And, you know, um, this business is you're, you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to hit straight. You're going to hit, uh, Straight up, you're gonna you're gonna have curveballs in this business. Um, you know they're gonna be third curveballs coming at you left and right. You've got to know how to overcome those. You've got to know how to how to make yourself and motivate yourself to be better. To 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 get that get that firm get that firm foundation and where to go to get it. You know, like I said, there's a lot of false out here. There's a lot of fake uh, in this business, especially. You know, but you never get, you never know everything. You know, like I said, I've been in a business 28 years and I could go out there. I could go out there with some guy that's been in it 10 years and I could learn something from him. You know what I'm saying? Because when I grew up, when I was coming in this business, you know, it was, it was different than what it is for people trying to break in this business and get their foot in the door today. You know, wrestling today is a lot different than what it was when I was first breaking in, you know. And and with this, you know, with all of this that we've discussed, you know, you look at you look at the basics. You know, some people expect to get bookings and don't even know basics or they don't even know they don't even know how to chain wrestle. You know, so it's it's that's that's not something that I particularly have to look for, but you know I've still got that old soul in this business, you know, so it's something that I'm going to look for. And I, I mean, that's a habit. I just can't help that, but it's something I'm going to look for. What's your opinion on old, old school storytelling and old school chain wrestling? Cause I'm sure you were taught with your it's dad being Ricky and it, Robert. I'm sure you were taught. not dead. Uh, I think it's different in today's time. You know, people, 
you you know, uh, and I'm not I'm not giving any shade, and I'm not throwing any shade, but you know, I, I watch promotions such as New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I'm seeing these matches that are unbelievable. They're they're phenomenal, but they wouldn't work in the states. It's it's adjusting. I'm a firm believer in adjusting to where you work. I mean, when you go up north, okay, and I'm talking up north, New York. You're talking in the Bronx, uh, Philly, ECW area. Working right, right. Block, that's not going to get over, okay? Quite frankly, yes. but here maybe in the in the south, you can no. you can get away of working a headlock for a little bit and then adjusting to another move set. Um, but that you have to adjust to where you work. Old school is not dead. It, it's if not, I think it, I believe it's making a comeback. Uh, step by step, and that's my big deal in professional wrestling is I am doing. Said be authentic. I want to bring that old school theme, that feel. When you see Kerry Morton step in the ring, you're not only going to see a wrestling match, you're going to see a, a, a battle. You're going to see this guy telling a story. Uh, if I can, if I can make the person on the right. front row believe what I'm doing, can you imagine when I'm making that person that's on the top of the uh, on the top of this venue, and you know that's in the, the very back row? Can you imagine when I'm making them believe? That that is a magic. That is a magic that only right. certain people will get, and you might be chasing that your whole life just to get that little magic. And and I'll say this, and and you know I'll say this, you know, with with everything you just said, you know, you know, there's a there's a fine line, you know, with you know old school and then this new generation, this new style. You know, uh, and and I'm not knocking the new style by all means, um, because you know, like I said, everybody's everybody wasn't brought up in the business and trained the way that these old school veterans was. You know, and you know, you've got to adjust. You've got to adjust where you're working, who you're working. Like I like you said, you know, a headlock. Yeah, down here in the south. Yeah, I mean, you can sit there and work it for a little bit. You know, and, and get that heat and it get over. But, you know, when you go up north, you know, you're talking, you're talking, that's not going to get over. But, you know, on the flip side of that, you know, there's a difference between entertainment and pro wrestling. And, uh, you know, pro wrestling is, it's exactly what it says. It's pro wrestling. You know, it's old school storytelling. It's, it's knowing what to do. It's knowing your place in the ring. It's having that psychology. It's having that day in, day out look on the business. And then entertainment, you're just going out there and doing a bunch of flips and flops. And, you know, like I said, but it's all about where you go. You know, you've got to be able to study where you're going, what's what gets over there, what don't. That's the same thing with a gimmick. you got to know what gimmick's going to get over. Yeah, this guy may tell you it may get over. Or this guy will tell you, yeah, that'll get over. But, hell, it may not, you know. You know, that guy don't know if you can get that gimmick over because it's your first time getting it out there. You know what I'm saying? It's all about it's all about how you self-promote. It's all about how you work. And it's all about what you got listen, that you feel like you can succeed with this. in this we, business. We've been talking for almost 47 minutes. So I think this is a good point to, to wrap what right. I think what would be the moral of this podcast um, is anyone, you know, either be an, a fan of professional wrestling, a fan of the Rock and Roll Express, um, or a, a wrestler, you know, maybe a, a young advisor that's, or someone that's experienced, you know, um, never give up on yourself. That is something I, I learned from years, you know, is taking something from nothing. You know, I, I came up in a family that was, had a wealth of knowledge in professional wrestling. So I had ideas, but don't, don't give up. Go for it. Go get it. If you want something in life, then go get it. I, I'm sponsored by a wrestling company called Territorial Wrestling Tees out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, Dan, Dan sends me a bunch of their t-shirts, and I represent right. them at wrestling shows. So if you see me at your show, you'll probably be seeing me having a, a TWT, a Territory Wrestling t-shirt, either in my bag or on my on my body. And uh, But they, there's a couple of shirts, and I wear these at Pride 
and one of the shirts that's pro wrestling is back. And I'm a firm believer that we're we're back in business. You know, with this time in history, with the quarantine and the you know the COVID nineteen, um, we had a little setback. We're having a little setback, and everything we worked our ass off in the independent scene, we're gonna have to rebuild. But step by step, moment by moment, and minute by minute, we we're gonna bring professional wrestling back. If you truly believe in yourself, and you go to an actual and understand me, I said actual pro wrestling academy. Either, you know, a legitimate school with legitimate trainers. Not Sally Hoo-Ha, someone I've never heard of my entire life. Go and get that wealth. Right. Get that, get that training. Get that experience. And uh, make a move for yourself. Understand, this This is one of my statements that I'm going to say it bold and clear. And I, I, want, I want to end the podcast of this, if you didn't mind, Warzone. Uh, I want to end it with I'm no Tempur-Pedic mattress. So don't you sleep on Kerry Morton. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. All right, guys. All right, guys. That's you. There's Kerry Morton, guys. Y'all have heard from him a little bit. Heard kind of about him. Uh, but like I said, guys, you know, we've like I said, it's a real honor and real privilege to have him on. Um, like I said, he's he's a very you know he's young, but he's he's got the the foundation. He's he's got the knowledge, guys. So, like I said, you know this is a like I said, we're here at seven o'clock every Saturday. Uh, we'll we're we're going to be trying to get up as many podcasts that we can in the next couple of weeks to try and get that entertainment out there for you guys that talk show entertainment. Um, why, why we're in this, this, this setback, why we're in this, this quarantine and this, this COVID-19 going on. But like I said, guys, he's, he's, he's got the knowledge. He's got the experience. Um, he's had that foundation. Um, so, you know, like I said, he's young, he's 18. He's still got a lot to prove. He's still got a lot to do. You know, like when I was 18, you know, I was just, I was just trying to learn the ropes a little bit, trying to get my body in shape. But, guys, that's that kind of wraps it up here on the Warzone podcast. I'd like to say thank you for Kerry Morton for taking the time out of his late evening to be here with us and be able to talk with us. And like I said, guys, when this airs live, like I said, if you've got any questions or you, you've got any um, questions about how to be on the podcast or what to do to get on the podcast, always follow our Instagram um, at the Warzone Podcast, you can also follow us on Facebook at Chris Anderson. Um, Twitter is at the Warzone Three. So, um, if y'all want to get in contact with us, check us out. Get week to week, month to month, day to day updates from the Warzone Podcast. Feel free to follow us there. Also, you can—I'm sure you follow Carrie to keep up with him. You know, because you never know he may come to a show near you. So. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to say thank you for tuning in. I'd like to say thank you for all the viewerships um, that we get, all of our sponsors. Like I said, uh, check out Kerry. You know, you never know. He may be coming to a show near you. And thank you, and you guys have a good night. Kerry, 